Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Now entering... Nerdist.com. Ba 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 No, no. Mad 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 bonding friendship friendship bonding. I love it. My name is Matt. My name is too. Welcome to James Bonding with Matt and Matt. Matt, 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 man. <laughs> Today, our uh, we welcome to the illustrious program, uh, Mr. Jonah Ray. Jonah Ray. Ray. Jonah Ray. Jonah Ray. Jonah, of course, uh, Comedy Central Half Hour just aired. Uh, excellent job there. And uh, man, you're coming coming to Comedy Central in January. No, we start shooting in January. The okay. Meltdown Show with yeah. Jonah Kumail. This is where we are right now. This is where this is going to happen. This is, this is where the magic zero started. For everything we are in, we are we are essentially we are in this place recording right now because of that gentleman right there. Really? Yep. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, stuff? we wouldn't be here doing this. Well, I don't. Want, I, I want don't you know. to take some credit. No, no, no. Just you know, it's a, just an idea. That it was we a good idea. Had. Yeah, oh, cool. it was a good idea. I see what's happening. Yeah. I think you deserve some credit. Yeah. Oh, thank you, man. As a as an independent. Arbiter. Yeah. This is why I've been called in. <laughs> yes, of course. To dole out coods. I am a muse. I am a conduit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, I'm, an, I'm an aqueduct. Coods to you. Yes. Uh, today, guys, we watched the second installment in the James Bond franchise. This is the third episode of the show. And that movie was from... From Russia, Russia with love... Uh, did it what? bother you that that is uh, actual source music on a radio that he turns off? <laughs> ah, yeah, it's the only time that happens, right? Yeah. That yeah. yes, no, I I didn't mind it for some reason, but I see what you're saying. I'm but... sure at the time that was mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, see Daniel Craig driving down the street listening to Skyfall. <laughs> it is really no, he's not really he yeah. doesn't really you know like I don't really see him as a fan of Adele. <laughs> maybe some hyphen, maybe some dubstep, but not the, Adele. The man is Daniel Craig. He is yeah. an Adele fan. Yeah, he was a big yeah, Bond. Yeah. Um, they do it. Is it uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service where that little person is sweeping and he whistles Goldfinger? Do you know yes. about that? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. boy, this is a real precedent. So, wait, this is the second movie. Second movie. Mm-hmm. This is our third episode because what we're doing, Jonah, is we're going, uh, we're doing Dr. No, then Skyfall, then From Rush Would Love, then back up to Quantum Solace. So, we're sort of. 
going from both ends and We're meeting in the middle. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Wow. We just wanted to change up the order just because we didn't want it to be forever until we got to some modern James Bond. And Matt and I are sort of partial to Roger Moore, so we're sort of saving him for the... Yeah, I, I see that, but it seems like it's uh, it just makes that, when you get to mm-hmm. those you know, later ones or the Roger Moore stuff, it makes it that much sweeter. Yeah. You've done your work. Yeah. I yeah, love gonna this be, idea. It's gonna be, I love it. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, we do. We have to ask our guests, Jonah, uh, about their sort of experiences pre this podcast with James Bond. Were you a fan growing up? Did you watch it at all? Did you care at all? Uh, didn't care much when um, when the first um, Pierce Brosnan one came out, which is uh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah. When that came out, I was in the midst of for some reason. I was so I was in school. I was in middle school, I believe, and I didn't like school. But I, for some reason, always thought it'd be fun to start clubs. And I would always start a club and then just bail on it after the first session. <laughs> Wait, I started so a bowling. you're a serial <laughs> club starter? I started a bowling club. I went to one. I bailed. Uh, wow. I started... Um, How were your relationships at this time? Uh, like with uh, just who? Just women. Oh, well, girls. I was in middle school. Were you dating There were no such thing as girls for me. That's true. Yeah. yeah. No, I was... Uh, you know, I was I was like in sixth grade, and I was three hundred pounds, and I was uh, wow. not about to. Right, and I was so, an all boys school. So far, we got a oh. lot in common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and the reason, and one of the things uh, when I started the movie club, <laughs> oh boy, is uh, I got us to leave school a little early. Holy so shit! So whoever was in the movie club, He's a fucking genius, uh, could go see Goldeneye. Really? And it was uh, I remember being like, like, whoa, but. When the next one came out, just that was didn't. Sort of it. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. Uh, same here. You know, and I don't know why. It, I think I wasn't ready for, you know, the humor of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was ready for the, you know, to. I don't think I was adult enough to understand the the jokes that are in there for yeah. people, as opposed to like it just seemed cheesy to me. And I was such a huge fan of. Um, of Mel Brooks that like uh, and like you know Mel Brooks's movies a lot of them were made around that same time so they have the same kind of like you know sweaties late sixties early seventies yeah the look the oh, yeah. look yeah, yeah brown the aesthetic. sweat is the sure. grain yeah. of the film Lazo, is there yeah orange yeah. skin sweat yeah. yeah exactly they didn't like know how to you know even Romero didn't know how to light uh, for, correctly for zombies and Dawn of the Dead you <laughs> yeah. know that's so why they didn't look green and grain so. when you were a kid though did anybody did like your dad uh, ever like turn on the TV watch an old James Bond movie no if it was, on? was Goldeneye no, no. your first Bond movie Goldeneye was my first Bond wow. movie that like I so saw saw uh, you know Top and Tails and I, I didn't really you know. I, I knew it was a you know it was a cultural milestone. Sure. I, yeah. I know what you know double seven is. I know yeah yeah. So you know he has a buddy so named Q. I. You know yeah. you have all that stuff that you know, um, and are just reference points for other things. Like you know maybe the first time I saw the, uh, the you know the barrel of the gun going uh-huh. across it, it might have been a Muppet Babies episode. <laughs> yeah you know? sure yeah you pick up sort of stuff like that. From yeah other like, people's you know, like references. Muppet Babies very like you know tons of references to movies. Simpsons, just nothing but references right. to movies. And so, you know, it's so weird when you finally get to see those movies. You go, oh, that's why that was funny. I, I laughed a, anyway. Yeah. I had the exact same experience, but with Warner Brothers cartoons. Not first mm-hmm. run, uh, but <laughs> exactly. I would walk around the house doing Jimmy Cagney impressions, not knowing who that was. Right. And people, like mothers in the neighborhood, would be like, how do you know who Jimmy Cagney is? And I don't. And you'd see it later and go, ah. Full circle. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm, a, and I need to work on my which I think, <laughs> You know, and that's sort of, I think that's kind of, uh, that was what was cool, to, not to get off on a tangent, but what was kind of cool about Tiny Toons was that generation. Because if you can remember back to Tiny Toons, they would have scenes sometimes, or maybe it was more Animaniacs, would have scenes with Michael Keaton 
as yeah. Batman would show oh, up, yeah. and then like because it was yeah. Warner Brothers, so they did that. And, like Jack Nicholson was there, and like right, had this right. whole Goodfellas, this whole yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was those were very much Hollywood cartoons. I mean, Animaniacs yeah. was right. You know, they were in the Warner Brothers water tower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fairness, yeah. it's Burbank, but yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Nothing. Hollywood uh, as a general term, not as a uh, jurisdiction. Do you guys mean need me to do an independent arbitration again? Yeah. But this time, like, just to decide the case? Yeah. Oh, geez. Now I, I feel pressure. I like handing out positive outcomes. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that nobody wins. Okay. Think about your sins. <laughs> think on your sins. All right. I that's really funny. do. I, say, I said Hollywood in the general sense. Uh Sort of, as rela- in that's Hollywood, kid. Hello. <laughs> sort of a related question, uh, Jonah. I know you're a big fan of Weird Al. We all are. Yes. Did you see Spy Hard? Yes, I had a poster for Spy Hard in my room. I've never Sorry. seen Spy Leslie Hard. Leslie Nielsen. You've never seen Spy Hard? No. No, maybe I have. It's not. I it can't. I can't me. say go see it. Like it's not like a <laughs> yeah. touchstone yeah. picture. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was weird when you know they stopped making naked gun movies, but yeah. Leslie Nielsen didn't stop making naked <laughs> gun movies. No, no one. Yeah. No, no one, one told, told Leslie yeah. that they were done making yeah. naked gun um, movies. It, it's it's just Spy Hard. Oh no no this is Naked Gun forty fifth <laughs> and, uh, and the ninth. Uh, Dracula did, and I'm I'm just wearing a Dracula <laughs> costume. Yeah. Yeah. And do I like Trust this? It. Do I uh, am I loving it? Though there are some great. Great jokes in Dracula Dead and Loving It. I've never seen it. But I digress. That, I I would watch that before you watch Spy Hard. Do I have to watch both? No. Okay. If you want to be a completist when it comes to oh, yeah. Masters of Comedy, Christ. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Damn it. Which I... I've even, like, here's the thing. There's one of the biggest comedy snobs I know, uh, B.J. Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, who was a writer on Mr. Show and, you know, helped start Comedy Death Ray. Um, he still, he'll say about Dracula Dead and Loving It, the f- last 15 minutes are some of the funniest moments in any Mel Brooks movie. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, that's good enough yeah. for me. I yeah. listen, I I could agree with that. Really? I, I do I really there's a soft spot for Dracula Dead and Loving It. Welcome to Dracula Dead and Loving It bonding podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Loving it. Uh, no, I'm sorry, but yeah, so I don't, you know, I don't Really, I've never really seen much. I've had friends like my friend Peter Atencio who's uh, like he should be a guest on this show. He's oh. Crazy into uh, James Bond. Well, really? Yeah. yeah. He even uh, he G four did like a whole run of them when they got the rights to show the James Bond movies. He did all the interstitials and like he took a huge pay cut because he wanted to be involved with oh this so much. Oh my god! Because he this? got to play with a lot of the props. This was probably like four years ago, five years ago. Man, they just they got the as we were on our way out the door, they got the rights again. Oh really? And I was begging them to let me do interstitials for it. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they had uh, Tensio uh, direct those. That's awesome. Yeah, I think he ended up writing them mostly. That's awesome. But. Uh, yeah, so I've had friends that love it, and you know, it's hard to watch it when you've seen every bit of reference or parody of it beforehand. Yeah. You know? But in your defense, though, those Brazen ones are basically self parodies, or at least parodies of early Bonds for me, because I kind of had a similar experience. Except I was really into them as a kid, and then kind of stepped away for a while, and then came back for the Brosnan era, and I was like, oh, I don't know. It was just, they were just action movies. In a diehard world, other things were doing it better. Well, they actually, I think that that the the series of James Bond movies is interesting in that it, each movie that comes out, it begins to parody itself more and more and more and more. more. (laughs) Yeah. Well, everything becomes a callback. Yeah. Until you get to Die Another Day, which is... Maybe the worst movie I've ever seen. 
he texted me the other day watching it. Oh god, just, it is just couldn't believe it. It is it is that movie say which the, was the twentieth. No, we'll just talk a little bit. Teaser. Touch on it's it a, a little bit. We're gonna touch on it a little bit. Taste that movie is the it's the twentieth anniversary of James Bond, and there is fortieth fortieth around. I'm sorry, yeah, twentieth uh, picture, the twentieth right, movie, right? Uh, and but there's so much, you know. Look at this, yeah. wink, wink. Ooh. Like for instance, John Cleese, who's playing Q at that point. Hands Bond his watch and goes, "This will be your twentieth, I believe." Mm. There's the, that kind mm. of oh, like okay. so self. That was the second Brosnan, third, fourth. third Brosnan, fourth. Yeah. How he did that many, huh? Yeah, fourth. wow. That was his fourth wanted and to final. do more. Yeah, he wanted to do. more. And I would have loved to have him do more. But he's a good looking uh, Bond. Yeah, yeah. He looks like what you think James Bond yeah, looks exactly. like. Exactly. You know what I mean? <sighs> All right, man. I appreciate it. Oh, Is that only because of uh, youth? Uh, like, you, is that like uh, reminiscence in youth and uh... yeah, a lot of it could be nostalgia. But yeah. I think I, I loved the kind of grizzled looks of Connery. I buy him as someone out in the field, and I buy it with Daniel Craig. I don't with Pierce Brosnan. To me, he's he like, like a department desk. store. Well, yeah. I don't think you can with Pierce Brosnan or Roger Moore. Yeah, I agree. You never buy the brutality. But they with went Roger all Moore. the way with Roger Moore to the yeah. campsite, and Brosnan, you want it both ways. He wants it both ways, and it just never worked for me. And I admit. That I'm totally right. Yeah. Yeah. As he always does. No, that I may uh, not be correct. But Some, you know, everybody has their own. Had you ever seen a Sean Connery James Bond movie? No. Before we made you watch really? this? Wow. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. this is a good one to start because this, yeah. um, this is early in the as run. legit as they get. Some yeah. of them get a little bit more wacky, which I enjoy. And but... it, it did have, I mean, there was a lot of jokes in it. Yeah. You yeah. know, there I mean, are... this is probably the driest one. Maybe Dr. No. Would you say? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think this might be this. In many ways, I find this to be the simplest hmm. James Bond movie. Yeah, maybe. Just, yeah, I mean, there was it was just one, like two very open double crosses, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. everything else is just a linear detective story. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was, and it was. I I still found it to be kind of interesting. Yeah, of I did like too. who, what's going to happen? Robert Shaw's going this way. Yeah. Sean Connery's going that way. So there's uh, only like, and there's only two. Action pieces, huh? <laughs> Basically. There's the raid yeah. on the gypsy camp, and then yeah. there's the boats. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, but there's also, I find that fight, we'll the get to it in a minute. Amazing. The fight okay, in the train yeah, car yeah. is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, oh, that's a fucking brutal fight. Yeah. yeah. Now, this we should say, too, because people, the general public seems to feel Goldfinger is the best and most classic Bond film. But I think among Bond fans, this is usually the one cited as one of the best, if not the best, maybe on our I loved it. I, like, I, can, I can agree with that. It's yeah. a great looking movie. It's, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's Istanbul and they really use the fuck out of that temple. It's like, that's like in the background of almost every shot. <laughs> well, what's interesting about that is the, you get a little continuity error happening there, right there because, uh, money penny says she's never been to Istanbul. Wait a minute. Is she there? Uh, isn't that where the fucking Skyfall chase is? Oh, <laughs> boy, you are really... That's right. It is, huh? Yep. So right there, they fucked it that's up. That's the only flaw in that lineage. There's never another single... <laughs> at all. Uh, uh, okay, so, Jonah, as someone who's never seen a Sean Connery... Uh, and believe me, there's James a bit Bobby. of guilt. There's a bit, a bit of guilt with there's it. I don't no, think... Don't worry about it. We we have no judgment here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we I mean, like, all. as a guy that, like... I try my best to just watch... And I talk to Matt about this a lot, and we get into arguments about it where it's like, 
you know, all I do is try to watch movies I've never seen before. That's what oh, I do. You're with better man my, than I. Like my yeah. my time. Uh-huh. But you know, they just keep on coming out, and the, the easy accessibility of just clicking a button and watching. You know, the new Joe Swansburg, even though I don't like him. Like I still want to see the new one. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Bond probably feels like a tall order because there's so many. Where do you start? Do you and I'll and, and I'll equate it to this exactly. And I've done this to a lot of other things. And Matt's heard this one. Is that it's like when I heard first heard. Guided by Voices, uh-huh. which is I was like, this who is this? Or like this is Guided by Voices. I was like, this is great. I'm gonna go get some of their records. And you go, and they have a just a rack and a half full of albums. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. It's what daunting. about Super Chunk? Just the same. Yeah. You know, it just there's too much of it. Yeah, and it's too overwhelming to even start. Like, I where agree. do you start? Super Chunk. How many Twitter followers? I know that's because I looked it up the other day. How many Twitter followers do you think Super Chunk has? Uh. 5,400. I'll say 24,000. It's 19,000. Oh. You guys, yeah. as the arbiter of this, yeah, you're yeah. both right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so uh, this I'm, I'm, uh, this is good. I, I'm kind of very happy that Joan has not seen a Sean Connery. Yeah, Connery. yeah, it's nice. We're getting lots of different perspectives. What mm. What is your overall impression of Sean Connery as James Bond? You know what? Um... It's good. It's it's a bit like he he's a bit too blasé, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, he's a guy that has seen shit, has done horrible things. Um, there, it just uh, not to jump ahead, but when the guy he's been broing out with the entire movie is found dead, yeah, he could care less. Yeah. It's like it's and maybe there needs to be for me some like repercussions some you know some d- d- like to show detachment more but he's so obsessed with this girl that's not even the hottest girl in the movie you know <laughs> it's like he's so obsessed with her and like well, for no real good reason besides the fact that she's you know kind of cute and got a, an accent and then like this guy who is my favorite person in the movie yeah he oh he's so great the movie he's, great. For he's me. so great like pretty like an accent that kind of comes in and out but he, uh he is the uh he is the quarrel of of yeah. from rush with love quarrel is the very similar role in dr no Oh, okay. So it's like whenever I feel like whenever James Bond meets a buddy, like meets this guy he's got a that's helping him on the mission, always incredibly likable character actors. Yeah, are, and, are and usually doomed. Yeah, the oh, yeah. yeah, and but I knew on. that would happen, but um, yeah, as far as like just too blase. Yeah, and know. I'm with you. Even when he tells Karim's son that he died yes. on the train, it's like he's mad at the son. Yeah, you know, not consoling or anything. Yeah, but it's like don't don't bother with that. I got shit. to Here's do. my argument. Yeah, for this, I, I think that James Bond does show great sympathy by gathering his things, hmm. like picking up all in his do, way. Do you think that's just it's so it's so <laughs> mechanical for him? Yeah, it's like a. It's like if like a fallen soldier and you just grab his dog tags. Yeah, but I think, I'm sure there's, but I think if he yeah. didn't – I think it, the character of James Bond is capable of not caring in such a manner that he would not have bothered to do that. Yeah, and I think definitely it's interesting because this is definitely a character choice. So you should see a later Connery where not only does the character not care, but the actor does not care. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, boy. Also, uh, the, vo- uh, the, the Sean Connery voice isn't there yet. It's not fully formed. <laughs> yeah, the classic. I mean, yeah, it's just like it's not, <laughs> well, I it's think, not all the way there. Right. You know? I think I think that's a little bit of him trying to sound more British tone Maybe. back the Scottish. His yeah. jowls hasn't dropped. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so the movie uh, movie opens up with the with the with the full on cold open. Uh huh. And it is your the the audience is led to believe that James Bond is being 
Stuff. Being hunted down. I have a couple questions to yes. throw at you guys for this. Yeah. Do you think Sean Connery is acting like a fake Sean Connery in this scene? I watched it this time thinking he, he is. Like yes. He's doing subtle things of almost robotic, robotic movements or something. I agree with that entirely. I yeah. think that he moves differently. <laughs> and I think that uh, there's a couple of things like he gets a little more scared than you would think that James Bond would get scared also where is he coming from in a tuxedo that a killer will go kill him in a hedge maze or yeah, yeah like i was expecting to hear a party nearby yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. but like, that uh... specter has set up this hedge maze yeah. all of this pretense for what's essentially just a murder exercise right yeah, yeah. but what well, we they reference that later yeah did they yeah, oh. when they're walking through the uh, training area, uh-huh. it's like, uh, oh, we it's like well, this targets. training is nothing uh, compared to actual experience. Oh, it's like, right. well, we have live targets for that. Oh, okay, got you. And I agree. We use live targets also. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, you know, I, di- I wasn't expecting it. Oh, good. Uh, I wasn't. I thought it was weird. The one thing that like made me, you know, in retrospect, when he just, he like shot, I was like, James Bond isn't really the kind of guy that just shoots willy-nilly. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um, just... You know, if it's an exercise, unnecessary mask. Very, it's like right, that mask right. was only for the audience. Yeah, and right. had nothing. Like it's like a, you know, is that Russian guy going like it's like I just can't get into it. Yeah. I, I just I, 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 I see my friend. I Sorry. can. Are you asking me to run around like I'm James Bond? I do not look like a James Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, even the guy like that has to go and kill. Him. Like he's right. Like, I, I can't. I can't. I don't want to kill him. Yeah, I can't kill that guy. Yeah, uh, Robert Shaw. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Robert Shaw, so good in everything he's ever been in. He may be the best henchman. I know people say odd job because there's more of a gimmick there, but Robert no. Shaw, just the versatility of the different roles he plays in this movie. And, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really great. And D, you know, D was Robert Shaw from Jaws for Halloween once. Really? Yeah, facial hair and all. Quint. Oh, yeah. Okay. Quint. Uh, then he pulls wife. out the yes. Then, he, then the first the first gadget we ever see in a James Bond movie, I would and say, and that must have been mind blowing at the time. Yeah, I think it would have been. Although I, the, we're talking about uh, yeah, it just looks like thread from his coat. The, uh, <laughs> well, no, he pulls God out. damn it! Yeah, it basically is. Here's my thought on that. I feel like the uh, choke wire that comes out of the watch. I feel like that's a real sort of thing. Yeah, that the SS soldiers uh, had or something. I like think that. too, but I don't think the general public would have. They, were, I think everybody's watching that and going, "Why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> <laughs> you could easily just wind it back up, no problem. But you know, my my thing was like, I was like, "There's got to be a little handle for it that you have to grab it, and like it would be hanging off your watch. Therefore, it would always be kind of like tickling your arm hair." Just worried about it. Yeah, so you're, like, you, like, think, uh, you think you think I always think it's a bug. You think it works like a uh, pool toy? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just gonna have a little thing. You need a little thing to be able to pull from, right? Or it's gonna go right back in. Like if you don't knot your uh, your yeah. hoodie string, you gotta knot your hoodie string, uh, and you gotta knot your strangulation wires. Exactly. Where are you gonna grab? Did uh, you know that they reshot this opening scene because the when they took the mask off the guy, he didn't originally have a mustache, and people thought, oh, they're still gonna think that's Sean Connery for some reason. And so they went and reshot it with the mustache so people would be very clear that it was not Sean Connery. Sean Connery is James Bond, skin deep. Yeah, he wears a mask. Well, I think it's also... Well, here's why I would think they would might think that. Because you go 17 minutes into this movie without seeing Sean Connery as James Bond. Really? You go so far... Because, you know, I'm not counting the cold open situation. You go from the cold open to Spectre meeting on a oh, boat. Oh, yeah. Chess uh, match. Right. Yeah. Then to Ra- Tatiana. Yeah. Then to James Bond. Wow, right. Yeah. Good point. Huh. Yeah. 
Ah, fair enough. I feel like that might be why they're like, we need a mustache. <laughs> Sean's not in this enough. We need a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is, so what you're seeing here, Jonah, is the, uh, what was the main sort of villain for, for nearly every James Bond movie up through, well, up to Diamonds Are Forever, right? Are you talking about Blofeld? I'm talking about Spectre. Spectre. Yes, Diamonds and then they, he's kind of dispensed in For Your Eyes Only, but just as a little nod, that character is. But yeah, Spectre. Yeah, so Spectre is the uh, special... <laughs> wait, oh, special, we forget every time. Special Executive SP is 2, right? Yeah, Special. It's special uh, executive, executive for Counter... No, spe- Special Executive for Counter Terrorism, terrorism ex- extortion, extortion, and Revenge. Revenge. <laughs> Wait, That's the name. I, I know the journey counter, was fun, it, but you guys should have just looked it up. It can't be counterterrorism. No, for for counterintelligence, counterintelligence, terrorism, right? Counterintelligence. Thank you, Katie. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Money Penny. Special executive for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. Yeah, extortion. We, we nailed it. We so nailed it's like it. Re- we just so, did ER instead of RE. So they do yeah. revenge for hire. Yeah, they do extortion. They yeah. don't do for hire. They do. Well, they for do their themselves. own revenge. Well, yeah. then they, you don't. Yeah. You don't promote. Right. Why would you? Even, yeah. Why you would know? you promote that? Like, if I had a company, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. call it Pizza Fridays, just because in, internally we have Pizza Fridays. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's just for us, the pizza. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we don't actually. We don't. Deliver I don't know why pizza. we put the banner outside this of so this weird. office building. <laughs> this is really. Weird. I'm yeah. embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Hi, uh, I'd like a pizza. But, oh no! Uh, it's Thursday, so I didn't know if I could come in. No, or... actually, you know we, will... we don't even. I, we just don't have pizza. It's you don't have any pizza. No, no, I mean, no we, 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 we do. Pizza. But you know, it's it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's on Friday. It's my kid's birthday today. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I mean, a happy yeah, birthday. You can you can get him anything you want out of the Urban Outfitters, but we don't have any pizza. Yeah, but if you need like some extortion, or what? Yeah, <laughs> no, who? We... Do you know who I am? I'm James Bond. Oh shit! Yeah, you have a son. Oh yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, he made me saw the cartoon. <laughs> anyway, I gotta go. I'm just funning you guys. James Bond Junior. <laughs> was uh, the nephew. Mm. I never understood the Junior situation. Well, that's like anyway. Supergirl was his cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Power and it's too. not really like it. We'll get but, into that. Also, uh, you kept your cool when the guy revealed himself as James Bond. I got scared. No, I, I as knew. a as a as a worker for Spectre. Really, what he wanted is just pizza. I didn't. He obviously wasn't. Uh, I'm not on a mission. You know, I gotta live too. Yeah, but it's just you know, it's not always work. Opposing teams, it just feels weird. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. The the face makeup was ridiculous. The the then it cuts to a scene of the uh, of the of the chess match. We haven't had. Do you want to talk about the titles? Oh, in the song? let's talk about the, yeah. the title. So sequence. these are not a Morris Binder title sequence, which he's known for all of these early ones, except yeah. for this in Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. I think this is Robert Brown John. <laughs> what did you? What did? Uh, what I call my? Sorry. <laughs> what did you think what of the? What did you think of the title <laughs> title sequence? Um, I, you know, they knew how hard it would be to read them. That's why they always show up twice. Yeah. You notice yeah, that? It's like, it's definitely. like, it's on my arm. Wait, what was that say? It's on my arm again. <laughs> you know, yeah. The producers yeah. came in and went, I, I love the idea, but you know, we, we actually have to read these. So yeah. Could you flatten it's a, them out it's a, a little? It's a guild thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't understand. It's a guild thing. <laughs> and so this is one of the few instrumentals for a Bond film. One of three, I think. Mm. Dr. No. Well, they're kind of... 
lyrics in that. Yeah. But Honor Majesty's Secret Service and From Rush With Love. But then yeah. they play the vocal version of the song at the end. Which is also available on the James Bond soundtrack, the vocal rendition. There's just a James Bond soundtrack? There's a, there's a Best of Bond. Oh, okay. What was the original idea of just having such an elaborate credit sequence for a Bond movie? Well, if you watch a movie... In vogue at the time, yeah. too. Saul yeah. Bass and the Hitchcock movies. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah I guess right. and then I think what happened is it, the, the James Bond as, a, as an entity lived on for so long past mm-hmm. that being in vogue that it just was like, well, we have to do this. And thank yeah. God, because I love them. I love the title sequence. The, I mean, Skyfall. The one, Skyfall one was just mesmer. Oh, I want that yeah. as a you know yeah. fucking d- desktop screensaver. Yeah, yeah, home screen on my phone. Anytime someone calls, the whole sequence just plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they I miss every call. Every why call, don't yeah. Matt? Why don't you pick up for like four this. and a half minutes? Because not daggers are gravestones. That's why. <laughs> and why does your phone ring for four and a half minutes? It because seems like it should go to voicemail. Gravestones are then teeth in a skull. <laughs> is why. Uh, this song. So this song was performed by Matt Monroe, but then later. Later as a radio hit by Frank Sinatra. Did you know that? I did not know yeah. that it ever became a radio hit. Well, I don't know. Maybe I use the term hit liberally, but uh, it's not a John Barry tune either. If you said adult contemporary hit, I would believe. I would believe that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's played a lot. <laughs> adult contempo. Uh, yeah, so, okay. But I, think I like the title sequence. I think it's cute. Low tech, yeah, just some belly dancing, which Shaking obviously ladies. relates <laughs> to the uh, belly dancing that happens later. Mm-hmm. The unnecessary gypsy turn, yeah, yeah, the gypsy exploitation, yeah, that happens. The very unnecessary. Let's go look at gypsies in a way that I felt racist watching. Anyone else agree with me? I, I felt more sexist than racist. I don't know how you, <laughs> Jonah. Well, I felt like a huge asshole because I was like, "There's no way gypsies are this hot." <laughs> Arbiter Jonah, so, we thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are some hot gypsies. But before we get to the gypsies, we yeah. I want to talk about the chess match. Please, I want to talk. There's a few things in this I want to talk about. Too. Uh, I wish we had a podcast. <laughs> we do. Oh. Uh, he gets. Uh, he gets. You're, you're watching a chess situation in a in a in a in a, in a we'll call it the situation room. Uh, there's a. Uh, he gets a, he receives a note on the bottom of a glass of water. I like that. Clever way. It was on the napkin. It was on the napkin, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, that was underneath the water. Uh, it says you need it immediately. Here's my question. Why Why does he then decide to win? I thought it would have been a more... Oh, to just pride. tank it? I think it would have been a more interesting I turn for him to just tank it. Because we find out how yeah. full of pride he is. Exactly. He, he can, I can win and handle this. You know, he's yeah. so smug. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what I yeah. thought. It's like uh, you know he gets a thing, but he even tears it up. Yeah. And he's like, I'm "Gonna do, do it." Both. And then when you know he's just saying later on, it's like, "No, it worked. She's the one that messed it up." You know, right. he has so much pride that he won't even admit to yeah. losing. This actor I love. What is his name? I wrote it down. Vladek Shaber. Uh, <laughs> do you get, do you guys remember the original Red Dawn? He's in this yeah. movie. Oh, is he really? Yeah. And have you ever seen that really camp 80s musical, The The Apple? He's no. in that as well. So he's kind of a, I would say like a B-movie character actor throughout the years. And he has a, this long 
not illustrious career, but this is the only like legit movie I've ever seen him in, and oh, wow. I love him. Yeah. Besides did you just, Red Dawn. Did you, yeah. I was just going to say, did you what? just like shit on Red Dawn casually? Just casually I say- I love Red Dawn. Wolverine, I know you love Red Dawn. But it is Dawn. a B movie, let's be honest. Red Come Dawn on. is my favorite Wolverines movie. <laughs> Wolverines! <laughs> I fucking love Red Dawn. I didn't see the remake out of protest. <laughs> How'd that protest go? <laughs> It's still were, going. Were you one strong? Well, no. I've got. There's a whole crowd out on Sunset, and they they said like, "Yeah, go take two hours for podcast, but make sure you talk about our cause." <laughs> yeah. And so I have to What's get back out. Funny there. is <laughs> when everyone thought it was the reaction to the Zimmerman verdict. It was actually Matt. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. Matt's red dawn. Like, Why have they been protesting for about a year before the trial? Even <laughs> before the, even the murder. Happened. I will say though, Zimmerman. Pro- as soon as that was over, they're like, "We're joining with you guys. This is more important." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah red dawn, mm-hmm. red dawn, everybody. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that chess match. Okay, I see your point, guys. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. I see your but point. But can I shout out? Yeah. To the production design in this chess room, I love. And also, did you notice that when they go to a wide shot, the ceiling is a matte painting? Yes, I did notice that. Did and I will that? say, this is rare for me, especially in these early Bonds. This is one of the few that's not production designed by Ken Adam, who is one of my all-time heroes. Yeah. It still looks good, but I, I miss like that Doctor No chamber, like the angular sets, yeah, and kind of the shadows place. that are yeah. cast. So normally, what you get in a Bond movie is the villain's lair is really stylized and kind of mid-century modern and a really cool steel and wood and all this stuff. Yeah. And so this one's a little bit more classic, you know, because they're in Istanbul half the time too. And there is no lair really; it's just a boat. Yeah, right. It's just a yacht. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we see. So after this, after he after he does the opposite of tanks, the chess match. He wins it immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should just have someone throw him a threatening note every match. Yeah. 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 So he sucks him out. Yeah. Also, like, the guy bringing him the note, like, his way of showing him there was a thing, just, like, put, <laughs> just puts it down and stares at him. Not suspicious. Yeah. 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 They, you'd think they would have prearranged how he's going to get a note. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you look thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? <laughs> you really want to drink this, right? And just really look at it? Look at what you're dr- look at what you're drinking. You want to do that? No, no, I'm fine. I'm no, no, no. I think fine. you should really just take. Here's I'll I'll put it I'll set it closer to you. I am in the middle of a chesky. Yeah, I understand, but you're very thirsty. I am not thirsty. Really thirsty. I am not. No, uh, you, well, I, listen. I'll make you happy. Oh, I'll thank make you, you happy. so much. Yeah, it's thank your you so move. <laughs> There's a note. <laughs> no, <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> Uh, also, also, the uh, cockiness of when he walks away. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't shake anybody. The uh, guy goes to shake his hand. Great yeah. fucking extra yeah. work yeah. by that yeah. guy who yeah. tries to shake his hand. Uh, it was a good job. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then uh, we cut to uh, Siamese fighting fish. Right. And that's real. Like, yeah. I feel like that bummed me out a bit. They fed the fish to the cat, too. That, well, that must have been a fucking fake thing, right? Uh, well, I, you know they're letting the Chinese fighting fish tear each other apart. I'm sure yeah. they fed it a real fish. Yeah, probably. Is it? I know. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, they kill a shark, me. too, in Thunderball. Yeah, they did kill a shark. Really? Yeah. yeah. They Where do they shoot these things where you could do that? Is it before any regulations? Yeah. 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 Jamaica. <laughs> it, it, you can still do that. It's not where, it's yeah. when, Joe. Yeah, I guess you're right. I go down there to do my bestiality snuff films. Oh, down yeah, yeah. You should really get the series. It's called the... Goron girly, <laughs> girly shit. Forget it. Let's no, no, not... no. I want to know what it was though. Don't worry about it. We'll talk no, later. It's yeah. It's a. We'll just gore on girly. Yeah. Gore, girly on gore. So it's like a play on uh, girl on girl. Yeah. 
Yep, and it's a gore because it's a snuff film, so yeah, there's going to be some murder and, then, and Matt, fucking. Oh, it checks yeah. out. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. That's yeah. pretty. The premise tight. was there, and I'm sorry about it. No, no, I'm sorry about it. Why? Just because you flubbed up? Do you want to take it back? No, I just think it it wasn't worth it. Give me a line again. Give again. Uh, I go down to Jamaica to do my bestiality snuff films. Yeah, you should check out the series. It's called. <laughs> Funnier that I fucked it up a second time. Uh, yeah, Siamese fighting fish. Funny. Just fight. <laughs> uh, it didn't hurt inside okay, as much. Right. Sorry. Uh, Siamese fighting fish fighting each other. Uh, yes, I, the real fish are fighting each other, which uh, I, for some reason I didn't mind. I had fighting fish. I had Siamese fighting fish. You, you, but you keep you? them in separate jars Did next you make to them each fight? other. I put them in occasionally together. Oh, you ringmaster. But they never died. They never killed each you other. You god player. They want to <laughs> do it. That's what they want to do. Um, right. It's mm. against their nature yeah. not to fight. I want to go in Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Would you rather go beyond it? <laughs> Maybe. Two men enter, get to know each other, walk out, have some food. <laughs> oh, like kind of Thunderdome. Yeah. You want to hit up Pizza Fridays? Yeah. <laughs> we can't. It's actually the company doesn't even... What? It's Thursday. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm James Bond. <laughs> Again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blofeld. So, do you know who plays Blofeld? Uh, who's, who's arm plays Blofeld? In this? Peter, um, I don't know his name, but he plays Professor Dent in Dr. No. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's a friend of the production, I think. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we meet we meet our uh, villainess. I love her. Uh, you you see the nurse when Diesel. You see that <laughs> nurse yeah. yeah, that's what that comes you from. You also yeah. see like yeah. Frau Farbissina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of the same. And, and then yeah. the, obviously the, the Austin Powers, Mindy Sterling, is yes. like Frau. directly referencing that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And there she is. She's uh, she's a Russian uh, defector. Who defects to uh, Spectre? To Spectre. Spectre. Defector yeah. to Spectre. Would you would you identify her as Russian or lesbian first? Because they go pretty far with both. They go really heavy-handedly <laughs> with both. Yeah. And I will stop for a second here to say that Ian Fleming has a serious lesbian problem. Really? He does. It's very clear in his books. He's just... Did you have you guys seen Orange Is the New Black? Have you watched that? Not yet. Well, no. the the kind of like head of the officers has a similar thing where he just he just was really upset by it. But you also get the feeling he's very attracted to it. Yeah. And I don't think Fleming had worked through his issues. So lesbians are villains until they're turned straight, and then they're not villains. And it's just really uncomfortable sometimes to read the books on like, yeah. racist, sexist, and especially like lesbian and. Gay people are always villains and that sort of thing. I mean, it's yeah, the '60s. Yeah. They were back then. They well, that's were the, you villains. know, James yeah. Dormy has an amazing stand-up yes, bit yeah. about like how all all old villains were just gay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even like Transformer villains. Right. Yeah. Star, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Star Scream. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing bit. It's got to be online somewhere. I've seen it. Yeah, I've yeah. seen him do it live. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did write lesbian overtones. Mm-hmm. It's not an undertone. overtones. Yeah, overtones. Lesbian tones. Yeah, well, yeah, she just felt her up. Yeah, yeah, felt her up. I just real good. Very. I don't know. I felt uncomfortable watching. Well, I I remember when I think I first watched this, I didn't expect that in a movie like this at all. That's one thing I love about Bond movies is they do throw you certain things that you, you know, the hitman in Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, yeah, I think is one of my favorites. They but, they push it. Yeah, they, they really, really do. do. They push it, uh, and yeah, that Skyfall, must have made everybody. We talked about that with Skyfall, did we? Did he or did he not? Oh, 
Because you've seen Skyfall. Yes. What, so, is the, what, is, what is your question in your mind? He's saying there's a, he's, he's coming on to him. Silver yeah. the villain's coming on to him, and he says there's a first time for everything. And then Bond says, what makes you think this is my first time? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, That yeah. just made me think James Bond will do anything for his country. And if he has to blow a dude to get the job done. What were the specifics of that assignment? Uh, he was actually, he came across a, a filming of Goron Girlie. No. It was, <laughs> Fucked it, was, it up uh, again. That'll do it. It was 007 Assault on Fire Island. <laughs> <laughs> Goron Girlie, it's erotic material. I yeah. challenge you to watch it for more than five minutes and not be uh, just fiercely turgid. Uh, not yeah. to, you, you'll, you'll be, it'll be hard pressed not to puke out of your mouth and dick. Yeah. <laughs> so in your mind, I, in my mind, that's sort of where I went with it. I was like, well, he'd do anything hmm. for a mission. And also, I feel like he's so sexual. Yeah. he try whatever the fuck. Right, especially if there's a girl involved, there's some three-way yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, you know, he's he's like Prince or Bowie or any mm. of those guys are just, they've had it all and they're just going to continue to push their sexual boundaries. Yeah. yeah, it's time for a new ambiguous bond. Yeah. <laughs> a new, more ambiguous bond. I need a new tug. One that won't make you sick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... This yeah, so we see this whole scene. Tatiana uh, Romanovich, R- Romanova or Romanova? I don't know. Roma- Romanova. It's one yeah, of those. Whatever. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and side with Jonah on this. Really, I may take the uh, the opposition on this. What, what, Not what? the hottest girl in the movie. Not, Not the, the hottest girl, girl in the movie. movie. I find her adorable. No. Yeah, I do. Both gypsy whores were. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the girl uh, in the canoe, I thought was here's uh, my here's my. I like Karen Bay's girl. The the girl that was hotter, I think, was Robert Shaw's masseuse. Uh, oh well, I don't mean to be indelicate, but when she takes off her robe, she's not wearing a bra. It's like she's wearing like a cup of liquid skin. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, jiggly, jiggly. It was the best thing in the she, world. I, yeah, I'm not. Com- right. I'll just say that I won't say anything. Yeah. But money penny. Yeah. But money penny. <laughs> she's just classic. Yeah. She's a, yeah, she's a good looking lady. She really is. But I I think yeah, I think Sylvia Trench is still hotter. Well, it's good to know that when the these girl. women come to the three of us and ask you have to choose which ones. Yeah. And this We're is probably within a week that yeah, we will no fighting definitely, whatsoever. definitely yeah. know where we we'll stand. We also have to grab the shovels cuz they're probably all dead. <laughs> no, none of them. Money penny. Money penny is yeah. But they're they're all dubbed too. That's the weird thing. You don't a lot of ADR in this movie. Too. Ton of ADR, yeah. like and just bad ADR too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like they forgot to bring microphones. Yeah, there's like, a because they're not like in a they're not in a place that would be the audio would be. They're not like standing in front of the Bellagio fountain or something. Well, there was the helicopter when the helicopter comes to uh, Spectre. Yeah, uh, yeah, place. that's so fair. That, that right. was fair. And then there fair was enough, all the, gun the loudest stuff. machine ever invented by man. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I'll give you that. But yeah. they're dubbed by different actors, and I think even uh, Rosa Klebb is. I don't know if that's her voice or not, but there's a point where Tatiana says, oh, no, Q is showing the briefcase, and he goes, here are the latches here and here. And the actor doesn't even say the second and here. He's just sitting there. He goes, and here, and then his mouth stays closed, and then he goes, and here. Oh, <laughs> they didn't even try. Well, just think about the uh, the um, the leader of the gypsies, where it's uh, he has his only line, <laughs> oh one goodness. of only two lines off off camera. <laughs> And it's just the most aggressive, character-filled. <laughs> yeah. what, does he, what does he say exactly? Like, uh, uh, I don't remember. We're talking about yeah. the fat guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah like that. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Something to, to the effect of that. It's just, it's, it's just if it was just like, uh, thank you. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. You know. yeah. You are now his son. Yeah. <laughs> 
And he's just uh, running, yeah. not doing anything during that huge fight. We can get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so, yeah, Tatiana, uh, her friend's called Tanya. I don't know why. It doesn't oh, right. make much sense right. to me. Right. Uh, she's charged with the mission here. Her mission is to... God, what? Like, it's to bone down with James. It's to Bond. bone down with James Bond. Yeah. But what is the what is what is the fake end game of the Russians? What? I don't think she tells. Well, she Russia or Spectre? Spectre. No. What is what does Spectre they, want Russia? What does Spectre want Russia's goal to be? Because I understand England's goal. I understand Spectre's goal. Spectre, I don't understand what Tatiana is told that Russia is into it for just to kill James Bond. That's the I don't only think thing they, they want. give her. They give her. Anything they yeah, just yeah, say, like, you've got to obey, or you'll be shot. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Get with this guy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Get up on this. Mm-hmm. Fuck. On film. Hey, well. Which yeah. they do. And you see a little flesh. Do you? Was, well, when Tatiana's walking to the bed, she, you can see the silhouette of her full naked body. Nice. This is rewatch this. this. Is, nice. Yeah. Explicit <laughs> for a James Bond movie. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You are an 80s Miami Vice extra. The way you just said that. Thanks. Over there. I can feel it coming in. Okay, so here's the the crux of the situation, everybody listening at home. The plan, this time, the supervillain plan is... Get revenge on James Bond for killing Dr. No. Where the R inspector comes from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Extort the Russians for the Lecter machine. With e. e. <laughs> <laughs> Terrorize Istanbul by blowing shit up uh-huh. and causing tension between the Russians and the English. Yes. That's the T. Yeah, you already said it with Terrorize. Yeah. I was hoping you would say That's pretty good. Uh, Spectre really doing a lot of... And it felt pretty special, right? So what are we missing? Counterintelligence? No. That's there in there with the lector. That's implied. This is literally... Every single thing in their description happens in this movie. We need to put all of these early movies to the Spectre test. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Does Dr. No do that? Special executive for counterintelligence. No. Dr. No, no does not do it. Doesn't I still do don't know what Dr. No's. Really. Dr. No's plan was just to make some rockets not go straight. That was his plan. How come special gets two letters, but counterintelligence doesn't? And well, that's literally two words. Eh, don't worry about it. I, don't I, overthink it. I gotta go. Don't overthink it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so the plan is we have a lector machine. It's a, a machine that decodes uh, secret messages from uh, the Russians. Uh, Tatiana works in an embassy that has one of these machines. The plan is pretend you're in love with James Bond and uh, and... Get him the machine. <laughs> Do we tell you anything else, we'll kill you. Sold in the room. <laughs> we'll tell you anything else, we'll kill you. And uh, on the other side of this, uh, James Bond gets a note that says, hey, there's a Russian uh, girl, a uh, Russian uh, consulate worker in, in Turkey, or Istanbul rather, that uh, wants to give up a Spectre machine. She wants to defect, bring a Spectre machine with her, and fuck you. Sounds like a trap. I love this. I love that everybody, both sides, know it's a trap. Yeah. And the British, Kronstein's, read, his reading of them is they will know it's a trap but can't resist it. And the 
like they don't even deny that in M's office. Like, let's let's do it. M is just track. trying to kill Bond. That's he all really he's is. ever tried to do. <laughs> There's this crazy mission. You have to be the one that goes on it. Ooh. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm skipping over the fact. Okay, so that's the that's that's the plan. Uh, I'm skipping over the fact that we meet James Bond outside with his green Bentley, the mm, Bentley yeah. from Casino Royale, the right. book. Yeah, yeah. It's got a telephone in it. Right. Sylvia Pretty Trench. Big. He's got his girl, his steady girl. He shorthands Universal Exports uh-huh. and calls it Univex. Oh, wow. Never heard that before. No, I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't catch that this yeah. time either. Nice. Uh, Strange Bond put me into Univex. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that happens. Then he goes over to M's office, tosses a hat onto the hat, uh, onto the, onto the hat coat rack, mm-hmm. and uh, oh boy, <laughs> M's in there. <laughs> Yeah, but I like how he uh, he makes a joke and re- quickly realizes that it's not the time for jokes. <laughs> yes. My next trick, yeah. oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think yeah, it's yeah. just his, he's afraid of his boss. I think it's, uh, I think it's, yeah, definitely, definitely just a fear of M for some reason. Right, like, I don't yeah. know, I don't, I don't know. It's, maybe it's just such the proper era, you know? I think so. Because yeah. you got now, current James Bond doesn't mind punning off to M, no problems whatsoever. Right. But, uh, we'll see how this new Emma relationship is gonna. I'm looking forward go. to it. Then Q, we get to see we meet Q for the first time. Yeah, John, did you know that was the first time we meet Q? The first Whoa, time the gadget really? Given? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Uh, Jonah's reaction to it. You thought light on the gadgets? This is yeah, a- I was a bit. Uh, I thought it was a bit light on the gadgets. It was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> And then this compartment. My, that's all it was, compartments. My yeah. favorite thing about that briefcase is that a feature of it is that it holds gold sovereigns. Gold yeah. sovereigns. <laughs> yeah. It's just... And here is some ducats. Yeah. And, and here's a strap that you put on under your shirt to keep your wallet because there's a lot of pickpockets in Istanbul. <laughs> Did you notice, too, they would never let this fly in a movie today when Q is showing all of the elements of the briefcase. His pinky has a huge, like, purple bruise. You know how you can smash a fingernail and it turns all purple? Yeah. Which I love because it feels like he's working down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know it's just the actor slammed his hand in a door or something. Yeah, so we get the the 00 agent-issued briefcase, which contains a flat-throwing knife. A tear gas container that are, is tripped by latches being opened incorrectly. Uh, gold sovereigns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a belt of gold sovereigns. And a Walther uh, sniper rifle. Yeah. That uh, has an infrared sight. Yeah. 22 caliber. Point, I think no, he, sorry. What? It wasn't. It was uh, 25 caliber. It was I gotta go. 25 caliber. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to kill a person with that thing. Especially from that... You could hit him, but those bullets are tiny. He might fall, maybe die on the fall. Maybe but that's all they were hoping for. I guess. Maybe that's all they were hoping but it's for. But we'll get to that later. The same thing with his Beretta, because that's why his Beretta was that caliber, yeah. and they gave him the 9mm. Yeah. Which but today, 9mm is like, come on. Give well, me you're going to get the... You're gonna get, shit. Yeah. You're going to get a high, higher velocity, longer barrel, hmm. more of a spin. That's true. I'm saying maybe it's going to work out just fine. We'll get back. <laughs> we'll be right uh, yeah, so I thought, great, Desmond, Desmond Wellen with hair. Mm-hmm. First time we see him, this guy now is in the next 18 movies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the only one he wasn't in up till he ended was Live and Let Die. Yep. Yeah. And that was just because of the script being unnecessary. Really, it, was they... that it took him 18 movies to be like, no, 
Not this one. Oh, no, he died. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you feel now? Better. <laughs> Better. He died, yeah. he died in a car accident. Yeah, he didn't even die of old age. On a oh, way, on a way to a... No, this, is like a you, this is in 2000 and... Maybe 2000? We'll say 24. Yeah, 2024. Uh, he was he was on the way on his way to a book signing. Oh, oh shit. Such a sweet... Yeah, guy. bummer, yeah. bummer. That's a bummer. But they wrote him out very nicely. He got a yeah. goodbye. He got a good yeah. goodbye. Although he never gave those words of advice ever once. Because yeah. he, he, he leaves by saying, "I all what have I always told you? Here are a couple things I've never told you. <laughs> never let them see yeah. you bleed. And second, always have an escape plan. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. My planet needs me. <laughs> Bye, Philo. Uh, so, okay, uh, great. He's set up, ready to go, and and then we set we meet we meet our our co our co pilot through the movie, character actor Mexican character actor whose name I forget but died shortly after production. Correct, Pedro Almodovar or something. Almodovar, like is that it? No, that's a director. Yeah, why well, I always get him confused, but it's something very similar. Uh, but yeah, super likable guy. Can because we talk before the transition of getting there is when they start using the James Bond theme and throughout this entire movie, it is only used for driving in cars leisurely, hmm. flying on an airplane, leisurely, walking through the embassy office, walking Hastily. and getting in his hotel. Did you notice that? And then it climaxes when he opens the briefcase. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, is he going from the lobby to his room? Oh, I hope that this room won't do. I'll try the bridal suite. Wait, what was up with that too? Like, uh, it's like, it's like the guys listening in, and it's just, it's like a, a tense situation. Like, clearly, there's something wrong with his room. Uh, tell me, oh, he got the bridal suite. He's like, there's the other bridal suite. That'll be fine. Like, it's like, and then he goes. Uh, it's like there was what? Who was that guy? Was, was he, he with the Russians the, or? He was just, I think he was just working. He was working for these. He was working for Spectre. I feel like he was uh, a Spectre agent. Everybody's in a spy game around there. Uh, so do you think they gave him that room with the idea that he would want to go to another room? Yes. So the acting on behalf of that gentleman was incorrect. Mm. Yeah. This mm. the, it should have been more of a. This is all going swimmingly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Say we have the bridal suite ready. That's what he should have yeah. done. Because that's wait. where they were going to have the yeah, thing set up. Yeah, that's where the camera was ready to film and fuck it. Goron Matt Matt. Perfect. So, okay. So, we come in. Uh, yeah, Q is there. Great. Uh, oh, I'd like, I did. I made a note of the elevator wipe. He gets into the elevator, and then the transition, the scene transition Follows is a it wipe. up. Let me throw something at you. Yeah. Can I borrow a match? Oh, uh, no, but I have a lighter. Oh, I, Better, I, prefer, I prefer a lighter? I use a lighter. I use a lighter. Better yeah. still. Except when they go wrong on you. Exactly. Hello. Uh, we are spies. <laughs> right? That's what that means? That's what you say when you're yeah. spies, right? Uh, God, there's so much. There's so much good stuff with that. Let's sort of yeah. let's let's we're going. We're running a very long time right now, so let's make some broader. Okay. Let's make broader strokes. All right, all right. Uh, do you want to? Sorry, go. Yes, you, go. Just quickly about that actor. He was dying during this movie, yeah. and he died. They like rushed his scene, so he desperately wanted to finish this movie. Which one? And the uh, Karen Bay, the the lovely, the buddy. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
And oh he died, God. I think, definitely before the movie came yeah, out. Yeah, right after production. Yeah. What was he died? It was cancer. cancer. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. I know. And his son is in License to Kill. Oh, man. So those cubby, those broccolis. They, they I keep really... on getting bummed out by this guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's so sweet. He's yeah. so sweet. He's yeah. great. He's great. Um, He's so affable. It was almost like he was in a different movie. When you first meet him and the girl is, is um, like clamoring to be with him and he's just resistant to having to have sex with a beautiful woman and his comment is, oh, back to the salt mines. <laughs> <laughs> that blew me away. Oh my God. Oh, I have to go I have, have to eat recreational pussy. sex. Yeah. Back to the salt mines. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, God. you didn't get that he was going to eat her out because the salt mine would be the vagina? What? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, that's the layer. Oh, I tend to not give these older films that kind of double entendre yeah, credit. Also, but, yeah, also, I don't but it's think... there. Yeah. Mm, oh, it's I don't there. think any guys were doing that because this movie is just full of just women being disrespected. Yeah. Most do you want do you want a case in point? So he's putting his dick in the salt mine? It's just my like point it's like is back that to the work. salt mine. Yeah. No, my I point is sure. the salt mine. Oh, I wow. think it's I think it's a double. Yeah, I guess maybe you're I think right. it's it a, didn't occur to me. Yeah, I think it's I, a super double on But it, it's such an it's such a slam. Like, oh I'm um, so powerful that I have to go have sex with this beautiful woman. Here's a just it's not yet at the we're not at that place, but, but you can go ahead, yeah. Um there's a part in the movie where there, you know, there's the Bob Hope, you know, advertisement on the yeah. side, mm-hmm. and then the guy lifts up the window. It's right where the girl's mouth is, and then he starts to come out, shoots him down, uh, and then James Bond says, uh, "She should have kept her mouth shut." Like that is a joke that he's just making, which is a reference to a normal term mm-hmm. that someone would say about a woman with a black eye. <laughs> oh, like it's it's you're it's, getting right. ultra abusive on this situation. I I I. She should have kept her mouth shut. That's like a thing people said. Huh. Should have kept her mouth shut. I think he should have kept his mouth her mouth his mouth shut is as common as saying. I see what you're saying though. Yeah, I mean it's definitely sexist. I can't. Yeah, I can't. You can't. Yeah, I it can't just defend, really overtly aggressive. I can't defend the sexism in the James Bond movies because no, it's so blatant. Like, that's like a reference to abuse. Yeah. Should have kept her mouth shut. Well, I mean, Sean Connery told famously... You, told you twice, you know. Famously, Sean Connery in that Barbara Walters interview talks about how he does think a woman needs a good smack every once in a while. And Roger Moore had to go to court because his wife was beating him at one time. You oh. know that? Yeah. That, that, there's Tells your you difference in you need to know yeah, about yeah. James Bond. And it, it somehow endears me even more to Roger Moore. Oh, yeah. I mean... He he's a tall, big guy. He could he could swap back, but he's he's such a sweetheart. He swatted yeah. back with lawyers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, I think I interrupted something. Yeah. You guys no, are it's okay. Uh, yeah, we're going. So the let's see. I don't even know what I wrote. There. We're probably about onto the gypsy camp. Yeah. Are, well, let's let's talk about it. So they go to a gypsy camp for mm-hmm. fun. They go to a gypsy camp to avoid going back to James's hotel, correct? I guess. I don't know. And at this point, the Russians have decided that be- that they need to kill... He must not be there for good reasons. Yeah. Right. Well, so- this, is, this is after James gets the thing, right? No. Oh. No. No. I just watched it this morning. This is someone, so, someone it- blew, something blew up. It go, but first we start. Oh, there was the with, attack on dude's office. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
But it goes from belly dance into gypsy catfight, like that, and then yeah. into action sequence. Yeah, I mean, it's the really the it's the real deal. Three punch. It's yeah. what every man wants to see in a movie, right? Yeah, belly dancing, catfighting, and well, and the catfighting. I mean, that's. It was pretty brutal. It was, you know, it was a girl version of Mandingo, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just, you know, yeah, they were going to kill each other. In, in, in essentially cotton panties or swimsuit bottoms. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they needed to take up their skirts. Yeah. I guess maybe it's just more just material more, to just, grab. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah, it's a so, tactical advantage situation. Uh, but yeah, they're at a gypsy camp. And I will say that I, I really felt... Like, it felt it felt like a racist view of gypsies. Oh, how do you mean? Every <laughs> single gypsy uh-huh. character uh, was a caricature of a gypsy character. Yeah. Now it was it, like a circle jerk of pickpocketing. <laughs> the whole camp was sex and booze, yeah, and yeah. revelry yeah. and just debauchery and, and I will also say that when shit starts to go down so there an attack happens on this thing they're trying to kill James or the guy James is with uh the Russians are uh the attack goes down James I feel like James nonchalantly was just stirring shit up just like throwing the fire wagon, the wagon that was on fire. Yeah, he just yeah. like blows it, just, just cutting stuff, just turning yeah. over a table. Yeah. Guys are fighting on. Yeah, tossed it into nothing. Yeah. Yeah. If people were fighting near him, he would stop the fight by knocking both of them to the ground. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and nuisance. at one point he turns back and cold cocks the guy, like he sort of dispensed with that gentleman. Then t- decides to turn around. I gotta go back and <laughs> knock him yeah. out with my. Pistol. I got a pistol whip this guy. Willy nilly with the shooting, just deciding to do it here and there. Yeah, hard to tell who's on whose side. And yeah. he's just, yeah. he and Karen Bay are just firing into the crowd. And something you see as the viewer, which I thought was incredibly great, is Robert Shaw up there in the sniper's nest, mm-hmm. taking people out to keep James Bond alive. Yeah. Yeah. Because he needs James Bond alive for his plan to work. Right. For Spectre's yeah. plan so he to saves work. His life. Right. Yeah. yeah, saves his life. But then. He's like a Fagan. Yes. Yeah. He's very much so. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So after this gypsy fight, everyone goes back to partying. Everyone mm-hmm. goes back to partying. Yeah, even the head gypsy man yeah. has lost ostensibly sons-in-laws or family yeah. members and yeah. he just comes over with a laugh, a hearty laugh. Yeah. And, Here, have a girl. Yeah. Yes, you get to choose. Yeah, you get to... That was it. And, that, and like, you know, he, he, he appreciates it. Yeah. What do you want? Stop the girl fight. That's what he asked. Yeah, that was interesting too. Because what is his thinking there? That he was a gentleman and he doesn't want them to fight. I think so. Very not sexist. Yeah, which seems almost out of character. Well, because there were, you know, he's afraid one of them's going to beat up the other one's face. Probably. That's a waste of a pretty face on both. On both of them. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. he wants both faces. And so they show up to his tent, and then, then they fuck, right? Is that what happens? I, I don't know. I the see. only thing you know is that you end up, one of them is sewing his cuff while he's still wearing the shirt, like, adoringly. Yeah. 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 There's love slaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's gypsy love slaves. Uh, okay, so the Lecter, they have a whole plan to get the Lecter, and the plan is blow up the Russian consulate mm-hmm. from underneath mm-hmm. and then take the Lecter. And there's things I love about this, like in the spy story, <laughs> that they say... They tell her one day and then come a day earlier. Yeah. Which just seems like legit spy stuff. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was cool. Which also, but the whole thing, it was just like, you're willing to go to the lengths of blowing up the Russian consulate in Istanbul to get the lector. Why not have done that earlier? Hmm. Yeah, you could use that. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? Right. No one can answer that question? Why not do it, you know, without Tatiana's involvement at all? Just sort of just blow it up and... Well, he likes it, yeah. her. Yeah, but like I mean... Like, he likes her, likes her. But oh. what does she do, essentially? I guess she just confirms its location, because otherwise... Yeah. You're yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Guys, then I'm they run really through happy. a really cool-looking set. Yeah. Oh, they do, yeah. They yeah. run through, like, a burned, like a blown-up set. No, no, no! It's not blown up. It's just like it's the, the un, it's underneath. It's the catacombs. The, yeah. Oh, I'm just talking about when they blow up the consulate and they have to run through the when they run through the consulate and then go down the hole. Yeah, down I the hole. And then there's the all those pillars holding up, you know, uh, all yeah. those catacombs, which is great. Which and then there's the thing with the rats. Yeah, rats like, and catacombs. Sean Connery. What, what are you thinking about? What? Indiana uh, Jones. What? Yeah, Can you believe yeah, that they yeah, would do yeah. that twice? Full Back to circle. the well with them. Full circle. Yeah, even though he wasn't in that scene. I know. There's but little, it was, I did think about it. A little weird oh, character thing that I never caught before when they're calling back to the office and M and Moneypenny and all of those chiefs of staff are listening in on the code thing. Yeah. And then Bond says something about having sex or something. He goes with M in Tokyo and he asks Moneypenny to leave, which I never thought of M as he's probably married and he's just dicking around in Tokyo. <laughs> uh, that, that was new character <laughs> stuff for me. That was all. I liked that a lot. But th- that means like they're in Tokyo, and then M and Bond just had this night out where they went to a Japanese bathhouse or something. Yeah, so, uh, sounds good to me. Maybe that's yeah. when James went gay with M. <laughs> yes, forgotten cocker. Not so, <laughs> <laughs> <Not> so far fetched. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's sort of. I mean, the nitty gritty of this whole situation. He has the lector. Great. Now they get on a train. Mm-hmm. And this is sort they of they run straight to the train. They yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, right on it. And By uh, the way, I, the whole time I watch this, I'm like, this is a great plan. This is perfect. This mm-hmm. is going to work. Nobody's going to get hurt. Everybody's having a good time, except for the people that got blown up inside the Russian consulate. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Russian. Uh, but then we start the train scene. Yeah, and then we see Robert Shaw's on the train, and he's so English you can't believe it. Old man, old man. In the book, yeah. Red Grant is a homicidal like maniac rapist killer that kills when there's a full moon. Weird. He's just an Irish killer that goes and kills when the moon is full. Wow. This is Fleming always has weird little things like that. It is uh it is it the it's the for me it's the pinnacle James Bond fight. It's amazing. I think this this sort of train car fight. The, now, okay, so here's the plan. The plan is it boggles my mind how cleverly written this sequence is of them missing the train the train stop the uh the russian officer that gets on unwittingly is killed Mm -hmm. as well as uh pedro yeah uh they're both killed uh james then has to they end up having to stop somewhere, but he calls ahead to get M to send somebody to the office. It's from the office. That person gets sent. James gives away his code by telling... When he tells the uh, guy that his brother is dead, at what point does he say the code? Because what, what, Robert Shaw overhears the code happening. Yeah. 
the code word happening. Right. And then Robert Shaw is then able to kill the guy sent by MI6 before James gets outside, put on his hat, grab his briefcase. Adopt his accent. Adopt his accent, which makes you think he's like a program killer. Like he could I love it, though, because when the actor does it so well, I believe the character does it so well. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's just, yeah definitely. Hey, boy. He's the Russian James Bond. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's Irish. Oh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I forget sorry. Spectre has many <laughs> nations. <laughs> all nations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone likes a good extortion. <laughs> Revenge. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so what we see now... My here's my my brain watching this now for this might be the thirtieth time I've seen this movie. I just sort of was able to sort of just watch it from the standpoint of watching it for the first time. And we have someone here who's actually watched it for the mm-hmm. first time. Was it tense for you? Which <laughs> was the scene? Was James vetting Robert Shaw tense? No, it wasn't tense at all. It seemed like he knew the entire time. You thought he knew the entire time? That it felt like upon the conversation they uh-huh. were having where he said old boy twice and like when he was like like you know he he was suspect and immediately felt like he knew. I I didn't agree he I, was suspect but I think that the wine thing it was like tipping him off and then asked him about how he dropped the drug and the drink and then his explanation kind of panned out and so I think he was still waiting to see. Yeah, I thought that was kind of it, I I felt like he was matching up with James Bond like step for step yeah. as far as like his explanation for things and da 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 and then I think it really was the deal was really sealed when the he tried to the, stab him he opens up the brief <laughs> no he opens up the briefcase and it's the standard issue 007 yeah briefcase. and he's thinking alright this guy's legit this guy's yeah totally legit let's talk about life and then what does tip him off I'm trying to remember oh he just pulls out his gun when they take Tatiana in and drop her off and then he comes in and then Red Grant just has his gun out right I think so, right? Yeah. That's when he's going to do the deal. He's going to kill him there. Yeah, and he puts the silencer on. Mm-hmm. And then, for some reason, decides that I will not kill you because you will buy a cigarette from me for 20 gold sovereigns. Yeah, I think... Where is... are the gold sovereigns in this case? Oh, yeah. Boom. Open the case. James Bond is dead. You have the gold sovereigns. This is where it falls apart. Uh-huh. This sort of, this mm. little turn is where it falls apart. I see. I didn't catch that. No? I didn't, no. I think because I was willing to go, this is probably one of the first, if not the first movie where a villain, before killing them, kind of wants to tell them the... Everything. Although Dr. So no basically did it, too. Yeah, Dr. No basically but did I'll it. But I'll buy it in these early ones. It just got overused. Yeah, I well, I like... What I like, it became of, a parody. What I like yeah. about it in this one is that you believe, for some reason, you believe the character is so ready and so willing to be better than James Bond mm-hmm. that he wants to say, this is how I beat you. Yeah, I feel like he wants his little dessert yeah. before he kills him. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to toy with him. To see him. You know, to see him struggle. Yeah. 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 But yeah. this, I just don't understand why he doesn't pull the trigger. I I fully think he's going to, but it, this is just my conjecture, but he he just wants to talk to this guy. In some ways, they're kindred spirits, yeah. but also he's beaten, he's like Kronstein in a way. Yeah. Know? I think he's got too much hubris. Yeah. We might be giving it too much weight. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I think it's just, it's pride. 
Just too much pride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then, then then they fight in a, in a fucking train quarter. They keep knocking into Tatiana. <laughs> I can't understand why this fight is so good in the second movie, and then many of the next fights in all the other movies are just kind of lame action movie fights. You know, they took great well, pains to make this real. The elevator fight in Diamonds Are yeah. Forever is just as good, I think. I think so, too, but I think they were directly going, we got to do something like that yeah. again. But this is all due mostly, I think, to Peter Hunt as the editor who was the first even of that era to really do these quick cuts yeah. and back then like one of the rules in editing now is cut on movement because it's more dynamic but back then the rule was don't cut on movement like, yeah. let, let people come to a stop before you cut away from them and so this fight is so crazy and fren- frenetic i don't think anybody had seen anything like it before and it's, it's really tense yeah, too it it's is. like is he gonna get the you know because there's no clean punches it's yeah. just all yeah, it's grappling all just, and yeah. yeah and i don't yeah. think i think you're still in John Wayne style era for those type of things, you know, clean punches and yeah. gunshots that make you yawn and stretch before you fall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like uh, Cleb when yeah. she dies. Her orgasmic death. Oh, I yeah. have that in my notes. <laughs> I feel like she's 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 really just letting it loose. Uh, so yeah, this Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw is amazing. Fucking phenomenal. Kind of crazy when you like think about the fact that uh, you know. Eight years later, he's gonna be Quinn. Yeah, because yeah. he's so butch. young and yeah. buff, and yeah. just you know that is crazy. Uh, but uh, I, for me, for my money, I think he's got to be the best henchman. I think he. He's uh, got to be he, the most capable, and he's got to be the just the acting. I think is uh-huh. above all. He's because, no ga- there's no gimmick to him. Yeah, and there's also I think every time the problem with henchmen, I think throughout James Bond is that henchmen are cast when they're cast the henchmen are usually character actors that i'm sure you get headshots of a bunch of people mm-hmm. that are dressed up like odd job and you go that's our odd job yeah you know it's just sort of like we need a chauffeur get me all the pictures of asian chauffeurs right, you have right. and like that's how they cast them and i think that and that sort of is the thing throughout jaws i think you know uh richard kyle uh he's cast because he's that big and yeah and they're like, not that's... characters the characters are not written out this guy yeah. was a character yeah and uh i think that that pound for pound acting wise robert shaw might be the best actor in the entire history of the series <laughs> wow i think about it he's up there yeah yeah i mean maybe you put judy dench ray fines up there i'd put daniel craig in there and javier bardem i don't know if i'd put daniel craig up there Javier Bardem, I can see. Well, I have an extra slot. Have you not seen my shelf? Oh, I guess so. Yeah. My shelf still has Pierce Brosnan on it. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, Robert Shaw is so fucking good. And that's really, I think if there's any if there's any takeaway from this movie, it's uh, to watch this movie. The biggest reason, I think, to watch this movie is Robert Shaw. Mm-hmm. That's sort of Agreed. how I feel about Agreed. it. Agreed. Yeah. You guys agree with me? Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. I'm glad we all agree. Uh, then you think the movie should be over, and then they decide to have a boat chase. They decided to have a helicopter car chase and a boat chase. Yeah. 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 I forgot about the helicopter thing, which was really cool, but unnecessary. You know they have a boner for helicopters in this movie because it's in the beginning, it's in the end. And I think, actually, helicopters were not even 10 years old at this point in regular use. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that was sort of this... Like you'd put a Chevy Volt in a Bond film. Yeah, today. yeah. What a what a good you put in perspective for us. I oh like yeah, this. that's why too. I think that briefcase full of what we would find to be like cliche spy things. I think would probably blow an audience of that time away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. 
Yeah, I love the whole. I love the whole situation. Uh, so then, yeah, then we come to the. I'm gonna just skip the boat chase. Mm, yeah, I actually fast forwarded through the boat chase mm. at home. Nothing's and, revealed. Uh, nothing changes. Yeah, I know. Just technically, they missed the shot that I was like, we're gonna rehearse, and some special effects guy blew the explosion, and they had to kind of like rely on one camera to grab it or something. By the way. Some of those fucking stuntmen like are on fire. Did you yeah. see the one that blows up in the fire. guy's face? Yeah, 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 yeah. That doesn't feel like it's on purpose. Yeah, yeah. But that was were... one of the ones because like the because the shot is slightly off when it happens. Yeah, it makes you go, oh, uh, you know, and then yeah. and then he jumps into water. Like, but the but water's, the water's on, fire. on fire. The water jumps crazy, into water yeah. on fire. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy. That's the exact guy I was talking about. The boat chase is worth it just to see stunts gone wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like the most shoehorned in, well, it's like where we say, or uh, like in England or where I come from, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, what does that mean though? In yeah. the context of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's fire everywhere because yeah. you just blew up a bunch of gasoline. Yeah, the, yeah, the smoke is inconsequential. Yeah, point. yeah. Also, guys on a boat throwing barrels out. Robert Shaw. What? Robert Shaw. What do you mean? It's just like Jaws. Oh, right. This has the Jaws connection and the Last Crusade connection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the two best movies that both of those actors were ever in. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I will walk away from the microphone now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then the, the ending, sort of the ending scene, you think everything's happy. You forgot about Cleb. Mm-hmm. You for, everybody forgot about old... Where she thought shoe. she was going to die, Clem. and then Spectre ends yeah. up killing the other guy. Because that's what Spectre does. Right. Which is... A, a lot. A, yeah. <laughs> a very often, the person getting yelled at who thinks they're going to die, the guy next to them dies. Well, it's it's a lot like uh, the, I think, season four opening of Breaking Bad, where Gus Fring oh, is... Yeah, yeah. Uh, talking to jesse and walt about how horrible they've done how they're just going to start just it's like and then like you know walt's you know trying to save his ass and then as gus is getting ready into an outfit he goes and he kills his right hand man oh that's right yeah yeah that's very bond yeah Yeah. bond Um, started everything guys the shoe knives pretty awesome shoe knife shoe knife by the way poison shoe oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i forgot about that part of it I really forgot about it. really must get the venom faster. faster. Why? 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 Uh, Don't you want people to know they're dead and Spectre has just gotten the best of them? (laughs) Most of them do, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... I don't understand why that wouldn't... We want the longer working venom. Like maybe 45 (laughs) seconds. 50. I don't know. Is 50 too long? Uh, It could break stuff. How long does it take to make a hot pocket? (laughs) Make it that long. (laughs) First, how long does it take to invent a hot pocket? (laughs) You and your logistics of the time. Timeline. (laughs) 10 years of helicopters. (laughs) (laughs) She she dies in the most sexual death I think I've ever seen. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, the Rusky, hard time deciding. Well, yeah, because she, at this point, is she aware that Kleb no longer works for the Russian I super think, service? I think that's put in for audience tension. I think no longer I think smirched. pretty early on, she's truly in love with him. What do you, what do you guys think about yeah, that? Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how yeah. could you not be? I was in love with him I, very early yeah. on. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Here's what happens in the book. Do you know what, how this movie ends in the book? I love this. She gets him in the shin with her shoe knife. And Fleming didn't know if he wanted to write Bond books anymore, so he ends with a cliffhanger. No way. And you don't know if he's going to die. 
and then it comes back. I can't remember what the next book is, but he's recuperating. But it takes him a long time. Thunderbolt. Shit. Yeah. Is it? Well, that's the only one that starts them recuperating. Is that the spa? Uh, I can't remember. I want to say, because I think this is a... I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Because Thunderbolt's the one he writes with Kevin McGlory. Yeah. Which I, think... I feel like is late. I don't no, know. No, because they wrote a knows. script, a movie screenplay yeah. first. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. What's the... Because what's... Ian Fleming wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it was... Uh, who wrote the book for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Because there was a, like a switch thing they did. Oh, right? Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl, that's right. Who and also then, wrote and then the Roald Dahl wrote the screenplay for You Only Live Twice. That's right. Yeah. So like they basically they switched. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Oh, yeah, they were friends, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Huh. You write this. You write this movie. How's it? I'll write you. Yeah. I'll write you one of your big. Could you take my spies. feathered pen? Yeah. <laughs> and cigarette inhaler. <laughs> Right. I I could, but I'm. You're mumbling again. No, I'm very busy with uh, James and the Giant Peach. What? James is looking at a peach. It's a giant. It's a giant peach. It's a. a I'm writing James Bond on the Giant Peach. What do we do with? Do tell. I swear it. But is your Giant Peach large enough to ride? It might be. I'm also writing Jimmy in the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) What? I. So you I know that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory has been published for years. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sequel. <laughs> is, 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 Have you done a glass elevator? Of course I've done a glass elevator. I can't elevator. tell which one of you guys is which person. <laughs> I think it's it switched a couple times. It is a Wonka-vator. <laughs> we, yeah. Who are you being? You're, you're still Ian Fleming, right? In my mind. Yeah, okay. I'm always. You're Ian asking Fleming. about the glass elevator because yeah. you know in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yes. that you've seen a glass elevator. If I was doing your road dog, I would do it very much. Yes, yeah, this is how it works. Telly Ho, what, what, and all that. Yes. And then, very hard. I'm sorry. I thought it would be a glass elevator in my movie as well. I wish there was a third British author I could be. Who could J.K. Rowling? <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> See, you're getting very the timeline good, thing. Good. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Helicopters are new. <laughs> uh, we from Russia with loved. We sure did. Next up, Quantum of Solace. Madden, Matt, Madden, Matt, Madden, Madden. Friendship bonding. <laughs> Bonding friendship. Matt and Matt, but friendship. That's the theme. I I don't know how we don't just make that the theme. Oh, I think we should. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just sing it every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not cool. Oh, why don't you just replay the thing yeah, I did when I made it up. Are you an ASCAP? Why don't we just yes, cut it out? and oh. BMI. Okay, then we have to. All right. Sorry. Well, then let's get it clean. No, I can't do it. You don't want to be on um, 22 podcast episodes singing it? Bad and bad. <laughs> we could. I'm a, this yeah. is just great. Someone got a. We'll buzz. do it all at once. How about that? Okay. Let's do it. We'll, so we'll get this clean. All right. Uh, so one, two, three, and then on the four. One, two, three. Bad and bad. I forgot. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Madden, Matt, Madden, Matt, Madden, 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 Madden,
three. Man and bat, man and bat, man and man and bonding friendship, friendship bonding. This is the song. Myra Gorley and Jonah on this episode, but not on the rest. <laughs> this will flesh itself out. Yeah. We need you here every week. <laughs> Done. All right. Uh, Jonah Ray, thank you so much for, uh, yes. for uh, being here. If you want to follow Jonah on Twitter, go ahead and search for Jonah Ray Donovan. Jonah Ray Donovan. At Jonah Ray. The name is Jonah Ray Donovan. Check me out, my brother Bunchy. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is going on? Ray Donovan. He's obsessed with Ray Donovan. So oh, today oh. I, we suggested that he should just change. It's not my favorite show. It's my favorite reference point. <laughs> He lives in a parody of himself. Oh, like yeah. he lives in a world where yeah, I don't like. I like referencing it. So, uh, Matt, we will. Uh, Quantum Souls next week. Do we haven't lined up guests? We haven't lined up guests. Well, we have some guests sporadically throughout. Yes, lined up. But uh, Quantum Souls, we do not have a guest yet. We will have one. We'll figure it out. That's one you'd use like. Oh, I'm going to ask you to the lame party. Yeah, yeah. That one oh. is the one where like we'll have you on this, but we should have you on. Something else cool. Yeah, that's also. true. Right. Uh, and then Goldfinger, we're doing with Allie and Georgia. Okay, right. And they're going to make us some uh, some mint juleps. <gasps> I love a mint julep. I it's love a, a mint julep. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Follow us at uh, James Bonding Pod on Twitter. And uh, you can follow Matt at Matt Gorley and me at Matt Myra. It's with an I, not a Y. And uh, email us, James Bonding Pod. Bond James Bonding at gmail.com. I'm sorry. Right? Bond James Bonding at gmail.com. Yes. That is where you will find uh, us if you need to reach us, tell us suggestions, guests, whatever. Let us know. We appreciate it. If you want to write a theme song, we won't be mad at you. Just yeah. use Jonas lyrics. Thanks so much. And. <laughs> what, what, what do you do? I have to go, don't you see, because I'm dead. <laughs> but Ian, we've we've both been dead for years. What? We have both been dead for years. We've been Shyamalan. I don't understand what that means. M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Sorry. Still, that reference point is many years after our deaths. Who? I have to go. Bye. Uh, and then, and then the German kid likes the chocolate, and you see what he does is he eats it and he dies. <laughs> But all along, we should have just had cups of water. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.